<laughs> good morning. Good morning, good morning. So uh, let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. Nicole had an offering, but during worship, I believe that I heard something specifically uh, from the Lord to tell you today. This has been kind of sitting on me for a while and, and uh, felt like today I was supposed to release it. So verse 8, I think you're really going to like this verse. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, it says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. Isn't that good stuff? You like that? Yes, sir. God is able to make all grace, every bit of it, not just come to you, but abound to you. So that having all sufficiency, that means that every need met, everything you need Desire, want, sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. Not just enough, an abundance. Amen. Praise God. We receive an abundance here. Amen. Amen. We at Boomerang, we receive an abundance of God's grace and we abound in everything. And in our lives, in your life, you can say right now, Lord, I receive an abundance, right? Amen. Let's go to verse 10. And this is another one of my favorites. You'll like this one too. Now he who supplies seed to the sower. So see, when we purpose in our heart to be a sower, it doesn't, he supplies the seed. We don't have to come up with our own seed. God supplies the seed. We just have to purpose in our heart that we're a sower. All right. Then it says, and bread for food, and we'll supply and multiply the fruit. Is that what it says? No. It says multiply the seed. Oh, well, that's a big difference. If he multiplies fruit, that'd be like, you know, planting corn and you get a corn plant and it, you know, corn stalk and all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of corn kernels, right? Multiplied that fruit. But this is not what he says. He says, I will take your seed and I will multiply that. In other words, I will not just multiply the fruit. I'll multiply the plants. I'll multiply your seed. In other words, you plant one plant, God plants multiples of that. He multiplies seed. This is how a one-way abundance. He will multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Now, those are great verses. Can you like amen those verses? You, you can amen those, right? But here's the thing. They didn't just get there. They're there for a reason and they followed something else. So let's go see what it followed, okay? Let's back up to verse 6. And I want you to see something. Listen to this very wisely. This is not talking about tithes. This is offerings. This is over and above the tithe. This is, this is over the 10% of your increase. This is what I... And you'll see why right here. He says, now this I say... He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And how do we get to that place? Verse 7. Each one, this is, what, this is the 
paraphrase the sentence that's really been sitting on my heart recently, personally, and I think it will yours too. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart. What have you purposed in your heart to do? We'll finish. Not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now see, tithe, whose is the tithe? Is the tithe, is 10% of your increase, is that yours or is it God's? We know by the word that that's God's. In other words, you don't have a right to say, I'm giving this or not giving it. You only have a right to trust God and give it back to him or steal it. That's the truth. (laughs) That's just the truth. Uh, The word's very clear on that. 10% of your increase, you're either being obedient or you're stealing it. Right. I don't want to be that. But that is true, and that's why a lot of people have trouble in the little things of finances. And the word calls finances little things. But over and above that, that's where you have the ability to purpose in your heart. And it's this purposing in our heart and sowing being a cheerful giver that says, and God is able to make all grace abound. Can you see where sometimes we have had a disconnect? I've definitely had a disconnect right here before. See where we've had a disconnect from the all grace. What does God want to do? Make all grace abound, right? But the disconnect has been what we've purposed in our heart has been, well, I don't know. All right, here's the thing. Are we purposing to be cheerful givers? Are we purposing to say, I'm, I'm purposing myself. I'm going to give more. I'm going to be a cheerful giver to God. And the truth of the matter is probably we all can grow. Every one of us can grow in this ability. And God wants us to grow in this ability. Why? Because you're just becoming more like God. How did God purpose in his heart to give to you? Well, we know right here that part of his purpose in his heart is to make all grace abound. But look at what he did first. He said, look, I'm going to take the most valuable thing that I have, my son, and I'm giving it to you. God's a cheerful giver. And did he give it grudgingly? That's not him. And we're supposed to imitate him. And we're supposed to say, I will purpose myself going forward. I will purpose myself to be a giver and to be a cheerful giver, to be a liberal giver, to be a giver that's not under force. You know, if if this message right here, I'm going to tell you this. This will put pressure on your flesh because the word that I'm speaking to you is spirit because it comes out of here. So in other words, your flesh may be feeling that pressure But your spirit's going, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. And so in other words, if you're feeling pressure, it's that pressure of the flesh. But what I'm telling you is not that you sit there and go, oh man, I hadn't done what I need to do and now he's getting on to me. No, 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 no. I'm just showing you that God wants to connect you to all grace abounding. And how we connect to that through Christ is purposing ourselves to be a sower. He gives, and then he gives seed to the sower. But the sower is determined by how we purpose in our heart. Lord, I want to be a cheerful giver. Oh, I want to be a big, big giver. 
And once we get that, and that's really real, you know, it's not just an amen on Sunday morning, but it's who we are. All of a sudden, God can say, here's some, here's some, here's some, here's some. Give some you know, and, and here's what he wants to do. You, he wants to take you to levels of giving you ain't never been at before. And when you get there, he wants to give you even more. It's who God is. And then he says stuff like this. God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that having sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. And he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. This is what the will of God is for us, and this is how he does it. Amen? So, what are you purposing in your heart? And it doesn't come about just by saying, oh, yeah, I want to be a big giver. I want to do that. If you're going to want to be a big giver, God's going to lead you in certain ways. And, and you know what? Your flesh is going to go, mm, because it's going to go contrary to what the Spirit is saying. Sometimes the Holy Spirit's going to say something, and your flesh is going to go, mm, I don't, mm, uh, you know, I don't know, ah, ah, you know. It's like this, like somebody comes up to you, and they're like, Man, here is $100, bam, like that. And you're like, oh, $100. And then the Holy Spirit says, now go give it to somebody. And your flesh will go, mm, I want to I hold on to that. I thought that was mine. And the Holy Spirit's like, you shouldn't have been thinking about yourself. You should have been seeking me first. And then you realize from the beginning that wasn't yours. That was just flowing through you. I'm trying to get some seed into your hand so that you can be a cheerful giver so that I can make all grace abound, not just a hundred, but hundreds. I can multiply it to you. See, this is So I'm not telling you that your flesh will not feel the pressure of what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. But once you start to gain control of that and purpose in your heart, Lord, I'm a giver, not the tithe. I'm the giver over and above that. Lord, I purpose in my heart to be that kind of giver. Lord, we just ask right now, Father, the tithes and the offerings, they represent people's lives. Lord, they represent the lives and the time spent, the time spent working. It represents their hours, their life. That's what the tithes and offering represents. Lord, we esteem that here at Boomerang. We esteem that. And Lord, we receive that on your behalf to advance your kingdom and bring about your will and your goodness and to bring souls into the kingdom, to make them into disciples, to help love on them, Lord. We receive that on your behalf. And then on your behalf, as, as authorized by you, in Jesus' name, let that seed of their life, their tithes and their offerings do what you said it was supposed to do in Jesus' name and let it be multiplied back to them, multiplied seed to the sower. Pressed down, shaken together and running over shall you give to them through whatever channel you want to give, Lord. And we praise you for it and thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And like always, if you have a tither offering, you can just drop it in the boxes in the back on your way out.
and believe God. You know, when you do that, that's an that's an act of faith. Make it an act of faith every day. Take that take that tithes and offering and say, hey, hey, Lord, this is seed. Now I'm believing for increase. I'm believing. See, we've got to apply faith to the things that we're doing. I'm believing this thing's coming up. I'm believing it's coming up as fruit in my life and multiplied, all right? This is how the Lord wants to increase you, and this is how he's told us to do it. Amen? Amen.